Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 72, and uh, boy, do we have plenty and plenty to talk about. We hoped that we'd be talking about a final, but unfortunately, America has disappointed and let us down. We have been knocked out in the semifinals, and because of that, well, now we're in this predicament. Unfortunately, we can't go any further, but... We will be here talking about America season. We'll be reviewing everything from the 2018-2019 season that America has left us. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and some of the things that we want to see change for the upcoming season. And, uh, well, before I get any further, as always, let me introduce my co-host, as always, Mr. Christian Rosendo and everyone's favorite cowboy, Mr. Dylan Jimenez. Hello, everybody. Oh, look at that. Right on cue. The both of you at the same time. It's because we practiced (laughs) it before, you know. All righty, all righty. Well, <laughs> I see that we got uh, some people already on the chat. Carlos Serna, what is up, my good friend? Um, unfortunately, America doesn't make it to the final, even though uh, you guys rewind like two episodes back. I did say I would host a viewing party at my house if America made it to the final. Unfortunately, that isn't the case. Um, and I think I'm breathing a little bit, hev- uh, a, a little bit more easy now because uh, I was wondering how I was going to fit everyone in the house. You would have just rented out something. Yeah, I guess so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure your uh, drive-through driveway is big enough. True. My driveway is not big enough. Are you sure? I'm sure. I've seen pictures. Yeah, I've seen pictures too. <laughs> you guys are just making things up now as we go along. But I don't know about that. Gentlemen, plenty to talk about. Uh, we're going to recap the, the, the last game briefly, and then we're, we're going to go into a whole discussion about what the season has left us. A lot of people have uh, this kind of uh, – they've, they've been divided, whether or not Piojo should stay, whether Piojo should go. Um, we'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about rumors and everything that's been going on in regards to America, uh, about the team, about the club, uh, just everything in general. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about that, and then we're also going to recap the podcast as a whole. We started this uh, this season in um, in a certain way, and I think we finished pretty strong. And I think that owes all to you guys, the listeners. So we're definitely definitely going to be recapping uh, the growth of the podcast as well because I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that we should, we need to address and then of course today's the last day for trivia if I'm not mistaken Christian yes sir today's the last day of trivia um the winner won't be announced tonight because I still have to do all the scoreboard and make sure I have everybody um, everybody's points correct so on our next podcast which should be uh, l3 podcast if I'm not mistaken correct? Yes. yes. All right. So, so whenever we'll we'll whenever talk that, about that. Uh, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, the boys and I are going on a short break of a vacation, and then we'll come back and start previewing the Gold Cup and everything. So, but we'll get to that towards the end of the podcast. Actually, we'll we'll discuss it during trivia. I think that should be the perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, people know exactly when to tune in and everything. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's not keep you guys any further. Let's talk about what happened on Sunday because uh, if those of you who have their notification bell. For the people who follow us on YouTube, will have known that we jumped on here right after the game, talked about the America loss at home, quote unquote, at home because we were in Queretaro Stadium. But uh, America lost that game one nil. We kind of gave our thoughts, kind of fresh into the results just coming through, 
And I think we I think we said everything that needed to be said. We were very disappointed at the time. We we wanted to see better, even though we saw a much better America side than what they played against, you know, Cruz Azul. But again, it was the fact that they didn't take their chances, which inevitably came back to bite them and um and and definitely was a cruel, cruel uh, uh, way for America to go out because I think they were the better team in both legs. Um, so uh, briefly, just kind of give me a, a recap of the first leg uh, it, without going too much detail into it because I think the second leg has a lot more for us to offer in regards to analysis. But just kind of a quick recap of that first leg. Christian? Uh, yeah, I think you said it perfectly. You know, we, we were the clear, um, quote-unquote, I guess, dominator in the match. Uh, we we were the ones to set out our game plan, but unfortunately, we just couldn't put it in the back of the net, and I guess that was the was was the problem for us. It's been our Achilles heel that game, and it's been our Achilles heel the whole season, and it it really showed and it cost us in that first leg. It would have been great yeah. to leave at least leave with one goal there, one one tie would have been you know I would have been fine with that to be honest. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Um... It, it it wasn't a good good game that left us with a good result. Uh... Dylan, what was your take on it? Uh, after the first leg, um, you know, kind of the same thing. You know, we had our we had our moments. You know, just didn't take them like you said, and it really bit us in the butt. Um, but um, looking back, looking back on it and really realizing it, um, I still had some hope. It's just it had there was a lot of work to do going into the second leg. Yeah, definitely uh, <clears throat> a lot of work, and and I I think uh, we we all agreed on that, and then we all said that on on Thursday night that uh, America now had the more difficult task of going up against not only the clock, but against the Leon team at away, uh, the away fans, everything really was stacked against them. Um, and, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough ask. And, and and it was definitely one of the toughest tasks that they were ever going to be asked to do in regards to the season. Um, and I think America just came short of, 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 of accomplishing that goal. And uh, we're going to get right into it. But uh, I mean, I, I I definitely want to uh, I definitely want to talk. Um, Dylan, what what's so funny yeah, over there? So funny over here. Are you laughing <laughs> at the fact that America didn't make it into the semifinal? No, he's a Casa Leon fan. Do you not remember Ivan? No, because because you said you said um, they kind of fell short of the task needed, and I was like, well, it's obvious they fell short. I don't know, like just the way you put it, I was like, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, I, I guess it was it was on the nose for Dylan in, in that sense, but um, yeah, let, let's talk about what America did right in the first couple of minutes because I think they did something very well, and then I just I, I think at the end of the day, Christian, what you said, our Achilles heel was the fact that we just could not put the ball in the back of the net, and that mm-hmm. kept uh, that definitely was the only reason why America didn't make it because they they made chances. They were the better team, and while Leon had maybe two good opportunities to put the ball in the back of the net, America had at least five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, let's talk. Let's talk the first opening minutes. I think you see America come into this game on Sunday knowing that they're against the ropes. They know that they have to come and and go out, you know, guns blazing. And they do so. They do so. They start creating chances, uh, start pressing Leon, and really brought the game to them, which I think unsettled Leon, made him a little bit nervous, and didn't really guess, let them settle and, and, and get into their game or into their rhythm for, I would like to say, at least the whole first half. Yeah. You know? 
Mm-hmm. And uh, America continued to high press, won corners, and and actually led to the first goal, which was uh, Bruno Valdez specialty. It was a dream start for us, if you guys want to put it that way. Uh, I always thought in the back of my head, if America was going to make this comeback possible, they needed a goal in the first fifteen minutes, and we get one at the at the six minute mark. And I don't know, man. I in my my mind was going through some things. I was like, oh my god, are we really about to do this? Like, is this going to happen? Is the perfect start, and even after the goal, you know something that me and me and you, I even criticized this team a lot was you know they let off the gas, and you know obviously they couldn't, and I'm glad that they didn't. So you saw them, you know, keep pressing, keep creating chances after the goal, and you know that kind of gave us you know signs of life. It definitely did, Dylan. How did you see this game? Uh, at least this team. You were covering the first half for for our live tweets. Um, you saw an America with high intensity, and and after that first goal, I mean, it looked like the comeback was on. Yeah, yeah, it really did. You know, uh, the goal goes in. I'm screaming. I'm just like, this, like we're gonna do this. Like, you know, you just have your thought because uh, I think that's like like Christian said. That's one thing that we mentioned. You know, getting that early goal, and you know, you got it. Like you said, we don't know about this specialty. Finds it back to the net. He grabs the ball, runs straight back to the to, to midfield to put the ball down. And let's keep going. You know, no time for celebration. Um, you know, uh, seeing that, you know, that's how you knew this team and business. And you know, just that first half was, you know, was just, you know, there's some things that could have been better. But at the end of the day, you know, it, uh, it's it's the kind of the half that we needed. It, it was it was the right half the, that we needed. It was the right momentum and, and, and the right way the team had to go about it. It's just, again, we couldn't o- score in open play. You know, it, it took a set piece, yes, granted, mm-hmm. but to get the first goal. But it, nothing actually came out of our open play setup. You know, it, it, we had good ball movement. I think something that we still lacked in was that final third passing. But I still mean, um, I, excuse me, I still mean, I, I still think that America did better this game than they did, I would say, all the rest of the season in regards to to our final third passing. It's just I felt that some of their shots were rushed. You know, um, I think there was a time where Roger took a shot, a wild shot from half, from uh, you mm-hmm. know, from like about 35 yards out. I don't know what he was trying to do. Guido, yes, he took his shots. Um, but and, at least his was on target, though. Yeah, he's yeah, precise with his. He was a bit more precise with everything. Yeah. And I think this was definitely a game in which I think Guido Rodriguez and Mateo Suribe needed to shoot the ball from far away. And mm-hmm. uh, another player that stood out was definitely Mateo Suribe, who had a much better game this this yes. this, this half. Not this half, but uh, this leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really stepped up a little bit more. But I needed a little bit more from him. In regards to the finishing department, you know, yeah, there was mm-hmm. moments where I think he had a perfect opportunity to take a shot on goal, but decides to play it a little bit more wide. Why I I, I think he's just he he maybe doesn't have that much faith in himself to put to shoot that ball and get on target, or maybe he feels that he can't be greedy and he has to secure the pass. Um, but I think there was moments in times where maybe players could have been a little bit more uh, self centered and and taken the opportunity. With that said, though, I mean, is there anything that stood out to you in the first half that you thought, yeah, this isn't going to work? Hmm. I don't know. I, I, it's just, I think, I think you, 
you know, the the whole final third passing, I think that's what really gets us. You know, it was a say it was kind of like rinse and repeat from the first leg. You had Renato and Ibarguin, you know, take on their their defender. Actually, no, let me rephrase that. Ibarguin taking on his defender and beating him consistently. But when it came to that final pass and then that final shot, you know, it just didn't happen. And you know, he lacks in that department very, very much. And you know, I, I would have liked to seen him, you know, maybe take a couple of shots here and there when he dribbled, when when he cut in. Renato Ibarra, on the other hand, that's a player that disappointed me this this game specifically. Um, you know, there were a lot of times where he found himself, you know, one-on-one with the defender but chose to pass it or cross it instead when we know he can take him on and beat him to give himself a better opportunity, but he just didn't do that. And I would have liked to see that, would have liked to see more from that because I think he would have created a much, a much more dangerous chance for us. No, yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, Ibarra went definitely showcased that he has the talent to be in this squad that uh, if you give him more of the ball, he can definitely produce more. Uh, Renato Ibarra, we know what he's capable of. There's a reason why America needed to sign him up. There's a reason why he was uh, he was in the eyes of many MLS clubs, uh, not just as a just a foreign player, but as a DP player, which for those of you who follow the MLS know that that's big money for any player going to the MLS. Um and he definitely showcased it throughout some of the season. But in this game, I felt like, yeah, he needed a little bit more, you know. Um, I felt like sometimes, even when he tried taking on the player, he did um, a little things too predictable, kind of mm-hmm. lost the ball in one-on-one opportunities. Um, need to, that's not to say that he didn't perform to a good standard. I think, like yeah. you said, we needed more from him, um, you know, especially, I, I, especially when he had shots available. Yeah, you know? exactly. There was yeah. moments in mm-hmm. which he took shots and one of them perfectly. Uh, literally, just he shoots it straight at Kota's body. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have hoped he went even near post or far post, but something. Don't don't make it so easy as to you know hit it straight to the goalkeeper. Yeah, um, and you you see some of those you know miss mishaps uh mishaps from Renato in the coming of the second half which I think even disappoints me more because that's the half where I really thought he was gonna shine and really you know bring it home for us but it was just unfortunate that he didn't but but yeah no going back to the first half you know just plays like that you know could it could have given us a better chance Dylan what's your take on all of this that we're that that, that we're discussing about yeah just just kind of hitting on that more too I, I kind of wanted to see more shots on target you know we take 10 shots in the first half only have three of those on target and so um you know it kind of ties back into what you're saying about um uh Renato you know he takes that shot but it should go straight to Kota you know I mean yeah it's on target but you know it's it's not really uh forcing Kota to do any work he's just standing there catching the ball and you know just just really uh, putting that pressure not only on defense but Kota himself you know just having more shots on target would have been more nice in the first half and talking about shots and and players that should be taking shots, I think our forwards definitely disappointed us. Um, and I'm not just talking Rod, uh, Nico. I'm talking Roger as well. Um, I, th- I think both of them had a very very subpar game. Um, I'm pretty sure you could have taken those two two out and put in any other two players, and it, the result probably would have been the same, if not even better. Um, I just felt that Nico. Nico, I feel like he had so much weight on his shoulders and so much pressure that I think he shrunk in the moment. Um, and that's something you don't want to see from your multi-million forward. Roger, I think um, I think he played his game. I think he played his game, but didn't necessarily shine when asked of him. You know, 
think he played it a little bit more safe, didn't expose himself so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he just he did his thing and he didn't uh, he didn't go above and beyond in 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 a game where we needed him to. Yeah. Um, so I, I think those uh, and and something that even Piojo said himself that there you know then there needs to be a discussion with our forwards that uh, this seems to be the case year in and year out and I don't think we've had anyone sufficient ever since would you guys like it since maybe Raúl Jiménez left? Yeah, probably yeah. or when maybe Oribe Peralta was in form. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the last time. That's probably the last time, you know, and it, it's really it's really astonishing too, you know. You have four forwards, and you know, you really can't seem to find, you know, the light in one of them. And it's a little bit disappointing and, and concerning to see at least heading into next season, but that's a talk for later. But like you said, you know, I'm looking at the stats right now. Nico Castillo has zero shots on target, zero shots off target. He has two block shots, you know, like that's that just can't happen in a game like this. You know, we need you to be the one taking most of the shots. Yeah, that was that was disappointing, to say the least. Um, but I think overall it was a pretty decent game. It was actually a much better game by uh, Jorge Sanchez today. Well, not today, well Sunday. But uh, I I think he was definitely uh, a little bit more motivated to prove that you know he's not mm-hmm. as bad of a player as people make him out to be after this poor Liga he's had. Um, I don't know. I just saw the team motivated. I saw the team in in the right head with the right capacity to go and push forward and, and get it right. I think there was times in which maybe we were a bit too over aggressive uh, when Leon had the ball. I think we were a little bit too. I didn't mind that though. I did yeah. because at at one point I realized that Leon were just going to be smart about it and and run the clock down, which they did. True. Yeah, they did. But also you have to realize that you know we we could we we could have let them score a goal. It wasn't going to affect us either way. We still needed yeah. a second goal. So, you know, when when we kind of were a little bit careless, a little bit, not 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 uh, not too much, you know, I really didn't mind it, to be honest, because then maybe that could have opened up some spaces and almost did, and it led them to a red card for them. But, you know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely, it, for me at least, it was a bit concerning. That, mm-hmm. that was just it, you know. I do agree, though, in some moments, it got a little bit scary for us, though. Yeah, it did. Especially that that opening, or was it when Macias yeah. had that had that header? And it just and you barely thought, wide. This is not what America needs, right? When that header was was creeping in, I was like, "Great, mm-hmm. that's 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 not what you need right now." Yeah, but right after that, we scored anyway, so it <laughs> didn't matter to be honest. But then, what did matter is the fact that we didn't score for the rest of the match. Uh, then that's yeah. where our elimination comes from, and it's, it's because it's one thing to say. Okay, yes, America was the better team for 180 minutes, but what does that get you besides Nothing. maybe self, uh, you know, self, I guess, realization that, okay, I at least played the best game possible, but even if you played the best game possible, you wasn't enough to get past this, you know, because at the end of the day, you, like I said, like I said on Thursday, and I'll say it again today, at the end of the day, you want to point fingers at someone, you want to blame someone. All you gotta do is look in the mirror, and it's it's yourself, you know. And in America, you don't have any luxury whatsoever to have excuses, to have any kind of pretextos going forward. There's no if, buts, or maybe's. It's you couldn't do it, then it's on you. It's your failure. You gotta live with it. And how are you gonna make up for it, right? Somebody, 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 get that Spider-Man meme and put America's logo on both of them at the pointing at each other. 
You know, exactly. I think, at the, at, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's exactly no, but that's exactly what it is right at this point because, um, you knew you had to have a good game. If America would have drawn on Thursday and came out and played this game the way they did, and we advanced, we're we're here and we're we're discussing a final. We're still talking about the same things. So that America can't finish. America needs a little bit more productivity in the final third and whatever everything that we've been saying, right? But right. at least you're in that final. But you're not because you couldn't take care of business in the first leg. You know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you weren't at home. All the drama with uh, venue changes and traveling and all that stuff. Yes, I get that. That's But that's outside the field, right? There's, there's not much control you have on that part. You as a player, you as a professional, you have every control once you step on that pitch, right? Correct. You weren't yeah. able to take care of it. Leon was able to do it. You know, they scored one goal. They held on for dear life in the second leg. And now, you know, they advance. Granted, whether or not you like the way Liga Mekis works, I know a lot of people have been complaining about that, but that's the rules. And you knew it. That's been the rules for how long now? So it's 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 nothing new to this. It's, it's You knew coming into this how the situation was, what the scenarios were, and yet you still weren't able to do it. You know, and I think that's a lot of uh, a, a lot of blame and a lot of things that America players need to at least have some self realization going forward. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but 100%. I mean, Dylan, uh, how did you see the rest of the game here? Because I mean, it was just uh, you knew you were playing against the clock at this point, and especially in the second half. You go into the first half, you know, leading one nil. Maybe you kind of took the your, your foot off the gas pedal for you know within the last five minutes of the match. Still, that I, I think that was just so you can conserve some energy going forward. But I think once you get to the 60th minute of the mark, I think you start looking at the clock a little bit more, and you start feeling the seconds go by even faster. And really, at this point, it, it is a, a race against the clock. Yeah, no, it it really is, and you know, um, especially if we look over the over the 180 minutes, one thing that I really started to see this team come together is one thing that I pointed out almost all season is you know there's got to be 11 players on the pitch, and you know almost all 11 players are playing on the pitch, and so uh, that's what seemed to be working a lot too is having this whole team come together and play, and, you know, but you know you didn't you, like like we've been saying, you know. The job wasn't getting done. You know, I kept, you know, especially like you're saying at the 60 at the 60 minute mark, you know, all eyes were just on that clock at that moment for me because I knew like it, uh, you know, where we're we going, you know, are we going to get to this point to where, you know, we're scoring or not. And, you know, it just, it just never came, never came, never came. And, you know, my heart just started beating more and more and more, but, you know, <clears throat> um, it's just really no excuse really. Yeah. It, it, definitely no excuse whatsoever. Christian, how did you how did you feel about the substitutions? Um, because uh, do any of you two know when the first substitution was made? I think it was in the seventieth minute, right? Yeah, seventy first minute. Yeah, seventy first. Yeah, seventy yeah, first minute. So, what, what was your take on that? Uh, the first sub. It was Jorge Sanchez out and Tony Lopez in. Um, yes. I I understood it. Um, I think Piojo just wanted a more offensive team, and at that point, it was understandable because twenty minutes left, you're chasing a goal. You know, we know what Don Lopez can do when played uh, when played on the wing. So I, I mean, I didn't mind it too much. I thought, I thought it was a, I thought it was an okay sub. And then you take Roger out, and then and that's and then that. that's where I had the problem because I don't think Roger should have been the one coming out. Mm-hmm. I think it should have been Nico Castillo coming out. You know what I've liked? I would have loved to have seen. Hendrik No. Oh, go for it. I would have liked to seen all four forwards on the pitch. 
Oof. How how on earth would that have worked? <laughs> I don't know, but if that. it works, it would have worked. Because look, you at that at that point, I felt like Piojo needed to risk everything, just put everything on all, all the chips on the table. Because you have nothing to lose. You can get scored on, and 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 you're fine, right? So I thought, you're okay, seventy right. fifth minute of the match, put every every attacking player that you have out on that pitch, and get as many balls forwards as possible, right? I, I I at least would have thought that would have been something, but then again, that's just my Sunday league coach inst- instinct in me. But yeah, to be uh, honest, we we did put like a Sunday league team in the, in the last ten minutes of the game, which which really pissed me off, like extremely pissed me off. And you know what? Oh, you, you thought America would have been much smarter to progress oh, dude, in uh, after the Ruben Sambosa red card, right? Yes. We don't. We still, but it it's. It's that's the difficult thing about it, and that's exactly what I said. America was gonna be, have to worry about is you're playing against the clock. You're playing against a team in which they have all the advantage to make this clock wind down. That's why I said when you're being aggressive with those fouls, that you're just you're just cutting away to the seconds. You're just cutting away, and that's a mental aspect of the game in which you're not gaining over them. They're gaining over you. Yeah. Right. And Dylan. It's, you said it yourself as well. Mentality was important coming into this matchup. Mentality was going to be a key to define how this game was going to break down for America. And I felt for at least, at least 70 minutes of the match, America had control of that. And then afterwards, when you see, when you see the, the clock work its way against you, that's, that's when I think America players just start losing some of that strong mentality and maybe start going into panic mode. Yeah. The, Panic mode is the last thing you need to. I mean, it, I mean, it's easy to say, but it's a hard thing to do, especially on the pitch. But you know, at the end of the day, you know that strong mentality. I don't, I don't think we're necessarily there 100. percent And what's something we said all the year long: the mentality game plays in effect. And unfortunately, we just didn't have a strong enough mentality to close it out. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't, and and that's that's definitely on us. Um, like I said, but like it, it's it goes back to the same thing. You want to point fingers, you, you got to point them at yeah, yourself. No, yeah, 100%. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's that simple as that. Um, again, you see America just kind of Sunday leaguing it, just kickball in the air, whatever you can. Um, yeah. Would have been smart to maybe push a little bit forward with the ball, but, I, I mean, I get it. Leon had closed itself down, all 11 players on their pitch. And like I said, it was another thing America was going to have to play against is Leon closing itself down just in the final minutes to try to get themselves through to the next round. Right. And it's but... very difficult at that point to break a team down if you don't have the right pieces on the pitch to do so. And I think at that point, when you took out Roger Martinez, you took out your most vital piece in breaking a defense down because how well have we seen Roger go toe-to-toe with a defender Mm-hmm. body his way through and create some space. That mm-hmm. is when you needed him the most. We haven't really seen that from mm-hmm. Nico. We know he can offer that. We know he can, but he hasn't really done so. And the mm-hmm. only player that's proven to do that this season so far has been Roger. So the fact that he wasn't on the pitch makes you wonder as to what would have been different if he had stayed in the circumstances that America found itself. Yeah, correct. But, like, you know, just going back to that, you know, we, we, we needed to do that. Though. We needed someone to step up and be like, okay, listen, guys, I'll be, you know, I'm going to try to pick a pass here or, you know, take a shot from here. But, no, you have players like Renato Ibarra and, you know, and whoever crossing the ball from the 40-yard line. 
like how on earth are you, or do you expect to get a header in when like you just said it leon closed himself down you know they have like seven defenders in the box and then you expect to get a header off of that how, how on earth does that make sense and you know that that goes back to the players and that goes back to bio as well for giving the instructions to do that yeah definitely Definitely. I'm sorry, but I am very, very, very uh, distracted by what's Go going on in the chat. What's Someone going on? said there's a wild pursuit going on in LA on Channel 7, and we are going to progress with reviewing this game while I change the channel on here. But uh, continue. So, Dylan, wow. so we Dylan, see your we yeah. so Christian, Christian. Wait, so, so, Dylan, what is your take on us crossing the ball from the 40-yard line? It was, it was dumb. It was ridiculous the whole time. I think I yelled a couple of times. Why oh, are we dang. crossing it out? So why are we dang, crossing dang. it out from so far? And like, and, mom- mm-hmm. oh, sorry, continue. No, and it's just it was really, really starting to get ridiculous. I'm just all like, like, dang, like, are we really going back to this playing playing the long ball? You know, sometimes too. I mean, sometimes we play it back from Bruno and Aguilera, and I'm just like, yeah. why? I'm just, I'm just like, why? And it doesn't mom- make any sense. And then moments like that, like like Ivan pointed out, the how how Leon had kind of like you know put themselves in the defensive mode, and they kind of crowded the box a little bit. You know, you had Renato Ibarra really now one on one with the defender, and now that was the time to take advantage and abuse him, like he like Ibargun has been doing on his side. And you know, you could have gotten a little bit closer, maybe you know, probably got off a better pass or a shot or something. But no, you you resorted to crossing the ball from the 35, 40 yard line. Hoping that you know Bruno Valdez or Nico Castillo got a header on it, and I don't know why you thought that was ever going to happen in a million years. And you know, we we just sort of wasted the last six seven minutes of the match, and it could have we could have done something more, to be honest. That was that was that desperate panic situation. Mode yeah, that we got in, and, and that it, that was the mentality, the the weak mentality that we had. We just couldn't close it. You know, I it, think it, at that point you're 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 just trying to get the hail mary, right? Yeah, but there was no there was no need for that. At least not at that moment. You yeah. still had ten minutes left in the game. A lot can happen in ten minutes. But it again, what you guys were just saying right now is that mentality in which I need to go. I need something. I need to do the work. I gotta go. Chuck this up. Leave it to fate. Leave it to chance. Leave it to my attackers. Right. I right. felt that. Maybe, I felt maybe that a in lot stoppage of players, time. Maybe in stoppage time, but not ten minutes in the game. Ten to ten minutes left in the game. Still. And honestly, I put the biggest blame on Piojo for giving those orders because I doubt the players were the ones that took that took upon themselves to do that. I think the players did because no one, no one was like, "All right, I'm a, all right, I'm a, but I'm gonna right. have, I'm gonna have the cojones to get the ball and push forward." You know, okay, but just, but there's, I but felt like, there's I felt still, like the there's still blame the on Bielho. There's still blame on Bielho because why didn't exactly. Bielho do anything? Exactly. Why didn't Bielho say anything to them? He didn't say nothing to them. Exactly. He should have said, "Yo, boys, what are you guys doing? Can you like take the ball down, do do a little bit more than just cross?" He didn't do anything. He seemed fine with us just crossing it in. Yeah, I never said Piojo doesn't have any blame on this. I'm saying oh, I, I would imagine the players do as well, you know? No, no. It's, but the, it's, yeah, it's yeah. professional at this point. You need to yeah, know how to both. read a game. You need to know how to read a scenario, you know? Correct. It's both. And, but, and I'll no. tell you this much. America loses this game as soon as Guido Rodriguez gets that second yellow card. Yeah. Because the one, play, the one player that actually has a very calm, collected way of moving the ball around was expelled for for your team, mm-hmm. you know. And funny enough, I was thinking when when Guido gets that red card, it's like we've praised him so much for just calming himself down, for not getting 
a red card for being so well controlled and centered. And <laughs> he gets a red card in this game. When was the last time Guido actually had a red card? You'd probably have to go back to the Clausura of 20. That should have been a good jury question, but that's not nice jury question, so we're not going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good jury question. That would have been one, but I have a better one, I think, hopefully. But anyways, yeah, you know, Guido was that kind of, kind of quote-unquote, kind of leader, I guess, on the pitch, and maybe that could have been the guy to maybe pick a one crucial pass. Could have probably made a goal from there, but, you know, it's just so, you know, what if now uh, after that, so... But I mean, it is what it is. America couldn't couldn't find its way. They kept checking balls in. There was a hail mary. You know, we can sit here and argue all day about what the team could have done right. But at the end of the at the end of the match, nothing was done right in those final crucial minutes. That, to be honest, America, if America couldn't figure this out, if America couldn't at least break this puzzle down, then did we merit to be in a final? I don't think so. Probably not, no. You know, but but I mean, it is what it is. And look, look if and we're gonna talk about this in our end of the year review thing. But you look back at what America did for this whole 2018 2019 season, and only because it's America, it's gonna look like it was a failure. But any other team would have seen this season as a success. And I'm willing to argue that it's not as bad as we painted out to be, but the reason why is because it's America and the expectations are there. And as a fan base and as a culture, we know and we understand that we demand of the highest and utmost standards of this team. And there's no wrong, there's, there's nothing wrong with actually demanding these things because it is what's been imposed for the past, what, 100 years? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, it, I'm not saying it's right that America you know, failed in semifinals, but I'm not saying it should be the end of the world either. Right. But I think at the end of the day, still, there has to be some comfort knowing that the reason why you didn't go in was because of yourself and not the opposition. You didn't get played out. You didn't get out tactic. You didn't get outplayed, you know? It was because of your own doing. Imagine if you had it right, this would have been a whole different script. But there's got to be some sense of, of okay, I didn't get knocked out because of the other team. I, I, I got knocked out because of myself. There's got to be some sense of, okay, I know that at least I'm not as bad as some people paint me out to be because it was on me. It wasn't on them. You know, I, I didn't come short because of the other team. I came short on myself. That's definitely where the comfort comes from, you know. If 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 Leon would have dominated us for the 180 minutes, you know, there wouldn't been probably a light to this season. But considering that, you know, we we were the we were the ones to take it to Leon. We were the ones that outplayed this historic team, and we were better than them for 180 minutes. That does that does and should give this team some comfort going into the next season. Yeah, definitely, Dylan. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, not really much. I think, it, I think what I got to say goes more into the, to the season review. Whenever we talk about Aprintura and Clausura together. Yeah. And we're definitely going to jump onto that next. And, um, but before that, of course, we're going to talk trivia and everything, but, uh, I think just to wrap this up, um, America let, let us down, let themselves down. Um, and, and we'll talk about, you know, the season as a whole. But um, you know, it was it was nice to see the team come out and fight. 
you know? I think that was the one thing that you take away from it. Unfortunately, we're here, and, you know, because of rules and because of the way things work, Leon are into the final, and that's just the way it is. And you pick yourself up, and you rebuild, and, and you do you do better for next season. Mm-hmm. That's how it always has to be, to be honest. Definitely. Christian, anything else to add on? No, I think you hit it perfectly. You know, I you know they didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. And, you know, like you keep saying, Ivan, over and over again, we are the only ones to blame for ourselves. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the Leon review. America gets knocked out. Unfortunately, we're not going to be covering the final. But uh, it was nice to see the boys at least try to get something out of it, even though at the end maybe they could have done just a little bit more. Yeah. But that's soccer. That's football for you. That's Liga Mekis for you, to be honest. And we'll see what happens in uh, the upcoming month or month and a half because and uh, a half. the league is going to start in just uh, in just a little bit. So that's, Soon, uh, Sooner than usual, guys. And it's a whole, yeah. new, whole yeah. new format as well. So we're going to be covering that as well later on. Definitely, definitely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on into the other segment of the show, and that is trivia. So, Christian, I leave it to you. Take it away. Let these fine people know what their last question of the season is. And hit it. Sure. So, I feel like we should have a theme song for trivia next season. What do you guys think, you know? Something to open me up a little bit. I think that should be cool. But, anyways, uh, we will, um, like Ivan said, this is the last trivia of the season. Uh, I just want to say on behalf of Ivan and Dylan, we are so thankful and grateful for you guys for playing uh, trivia with us every single uh, week. You know, this is something we we put a lot into, put a, a lot of thought into it. And uh, before I announce the, um, the, the last question, we have picked the prize. Uh, the winner will get the new America jersey that will come out next season. Um, so whoever wins and that'll be announced at the next podcast, whenever we have our next podcast, um, we'll tweet that out in the coming, in the coming days or, or whenever. So, um, so yeah, the winner will be announced next, next podcast. The winner will get the new America Jersey next season. We'll get in contact with you whenever that is available. And, uh, yes, that'll be it. So the last trivia question of the season that Ivan will put in the chat for us is, who scored the first goal for America in the two in the 2019 Clausura season? Can you repeat that question? Sure. Who scored the first goal for America in the 2019 Clausura season? Oh, that's easy. Also, Osman Mares. All right. So there you guys is question. For those of you listening on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, we urge you guys, if you guys can make it out to one of these shows for next season. Uh, the more of you, the better. The chat is amazing. We'd love to try to keep up with as much as we can. Since as we get into our discussion, it's a little bit hard yeah. to kind of multitask in between. But uh, we, we go back and we read, and we and we absolutely, absolutely uh, love the interaction. So thank you so much, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Also, I want to say one more thing that I'm very proud of. Um, you know, despite, you know, the kind of things that we've done, you know, kind of only limiting trivia to the podcast only after the second half of the season still showed a lot of a lot of promise and a lot of feedback. And I'm happy to say that this season's trivia had more participants than last season. So that's only that's only positives from here up. And hopefully next season we even get more participants. So thank you guys literally 
Uh, it means a lot to us, and you know, we hope you guys have, have as much fun as we do. Dylan's having just as much fun as anyone else out here in the chat. Um, apparently, offering steaks to everyone. So I don't know where uh, he's getting the budget for this, but be nice to know. Be nice to know if we're invited. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. Christian, you're invited. I even. Uh... Thank you. <laughs> okay, I can take a hint, Dylan. I can take a hint. Uh, but like Christian said, thank you so much to every single one of you guys who have participated in this. Um, even though me and Dylan are somehow always find ourselves in negative points, uh, we always do love being a part of this. Uh, you know, this is Christian's creation, and to see it come to fruition even more so every single season, um, I think it, uh, it, 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 it really says a lot about uh, you guys, actually, you know more than anything about us, but you guys as well. So thank you so much for being part of this and contributing and, and answering. Like I said, the, those of you who are listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, and or Spotify, uh, make it out to one of these because um, you know I, I think you guys would enjoy the trivia. Um, you guys would enjoy the interaction with some of these people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you can, of course, I know not always everyone has the time or the liberty to do so, but whenever you do, come on by. We're open to every single one of you guys to come out to come out and you know join join the chat. So, uh, with that said, there is a couple of things that we do need to address in regards to the upcoming season. Uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit more about this in the upcoming uh, in the upcoming show. Uh, but the way things are, the uh, the board have given us at least uh, at, at least a week, if not two, of vacation. So uh, we will be out for uh, at least a week, if not two, and then we'll start our L3 Copa, uh, the Copa Oro edition of the Eagle Eye podcast. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be completely all about the Mexican national team, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We have uh, a couple of things that we, uh, we need to announce within the upcoming uh, episodes and everything like that, but we hope to uh, we hope that you guys stay tuned for everything because it is going to be a great great uh, upcoming season and an upcoming summer for us too, because not only will we have the Mexican national team, but we'll have plenty of America to talk about too in between all of that. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. Keep in touch with us via Twitter or Instagram and yeah, just, just stay tuned. And like I said, have the, that notification bell ready to go because uh, you never know when the EY podcast may just come out out of the blue like we did last Thursday. But I won't carry this message any further as we will talk to it a little bit later. And uh, we'll just uh, we'll move on into the next segment, which is the yearly review of America. How did they do? Well, we're going to tell you exactly how we feel like, whether or not the season was a success, a failure, and everything in between. Because I know the, these gentlemen have a couple of things to say in regards to everything uh, that America did or did not do for the 2018-2019 season. So, gentlemen, in in one sentence, give me your overall kind of review of the season, you know? Mm -hmm. I'll let any of you guys try to answer that first. It was a roller coaster. That's a good one. Um uh, I don't know. That's uh, hmm. I guess I'm I'm content. I'm content. We'll leave it at that. You know, you know that you know that emoji with like you know the the face is just like a a line, like a line, like a horizontal line, just for a mm -hmm. mouth. That's it. That's that's my mood for the season. Really? Yeah. I would say that I'm content with the season. I just said that. 
I know, but you <laughs> said with like the line. I, yeah, I would say it's a happy piece. Yeah, in a sense, a bit happier with my team. Oh, interesting. Look. Yeah, that one. Full, yeah, see, it's a little chicken little dude. In a full year, one, yeah. in a full year, America was able to win a league title and a cup title, qualify to both ligas, make it at least to one final and to one semifinal. And qualify for Conquer Champions. And I qualify thought, for Conquer Champions. I thought we were just if, talking about Clausura. <clears throat> No, no, no. I'm talking no, about overall. Uh, overall? Yeah. Okay, so can you see my question then? My answer? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, now it's a little happy face. It's the little one, though. You, you know, the, the, like the little thin one? Yeah. Okay, that's me. I'm the little thin one. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. And you know what? I think OMG, it's AV, gets it right. Fulfilled, but not truly satisfied. That's, I think I, that that gets it perfectly. Fulfilled, but not truly satisfied. Because, yes, this America team could have been much better for both Apertura and Clausura. Simple as that. They could have been much better for both, right? Maybe even much better for the Clausura, because I would argue that maybe, you know, both teams were pretty good, but this one, I think, had a little bit more firepower to it than last season. Um, mm. I think last season had a little bit more creativity and more depth. in regards to this. Yeah, and depth. It's something and that depth. we talked about in the Clausura, but... Overall, and because I asked this question because I'm bringing up another one that is being highly, highly asked is, should Piojo's job be on the line? Simple yes or no. Dylan? I don't think so. No? Christian? Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Which is what baffles me the most at this point is some people are actually talking about Piojo leaving the club. When you think about it, in a year's span, he's offered – and delivered a league title, yes, a cup, at least a semifinal run in this last one, the qualification into the Conca Champions. I think America sits in a good position because of what Piojo has done. Yes, we've criticized him a lot for a lot of things, and there's still things that he needs to work on before he truly can become a better manager, but I don't know. I think Piojo should stay. I think, I think he's, he's merited to stay too, and and I think that's the most important key here. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. He is merited to stay, correct? But who's not? Who's to say that maybe he wants to take a jump to Europe? You know, he's always talking about wanting to go to Europe, and and the and there has Europe. been rumors, and there, there has, has been rumors, rumors already been. surfacing now that he might leave. And honestly, if he leaves, I don't think it's because we fired him or because you know he you know the yeah. board wasn't wasn't content with the season. I think he leaves on his own terms. He says, you know what, guys. You know, I, I think I think I've done enough here. You know, whatever you guys have to say about me, it's fine. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go try my luck in Europe. And and honestly, if he leaves and he wants to do that, that's fine by me, to be honest. And these I'm rumors happy, have been for bubbling for quite some time because when uh when I went to go cover the game at Tijuana, in the press conference, one of the questions he was asked was, you know, what of what of what of Europe? You know, what of all these you know clubs? asking about you in Europe. And he kind of answered it a little bit vague, saying, well, uh, hopefully one day, if the opportunity is there, I would love to. But in the meantime, I'm focused and dedicated with America, and I'm happy at America, which I think mm-hmm. he truly is. He loves Mexico City. He loves living there, and he, he loves America. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I think he has uh, a lot of liberty in, in how he gets to work, you know? So I, yeah, I, th- I, I think he's very content to say it, and the only way he does leave is – I think uh, all of us thought, A, the Mexican national team job, but uh, that's not being opened up anytime soon. 
and yeah. or B Europe, which maybe mm-hmm. could be a little bit more of a true possibility because you're starting a new season, you're starting a new, you know, a, a, a new year in in the soccer world. So I could see a couple of teams maybe potentially yeah. coming uh, for Piojo, but mm-hmm. that, who's to say that you know it's it he he takes the leap, and who's to say yeah. he doesn't stay in America? You know, a part of me, you know, a part of me wants wants him to be happy and you know go go to Europe because that's that that's his dream that's what he wants to do but you know just this part of me as well you know I don't think he's I don't think he's content with with what just happened I think he knows that America should have been in the final I think he knows this America team has you know 10 times more to give on the field than what we showed and I think he wants to stay another year and demonstrate to the world that you know this is America's 10 times better than what we than what we did and we're gonna prove it because let's be honest, like this class suitor, we were hella championship hungover. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were. We were. <laughs> we, we, we were. We managed were, to get this team into the semi. At times, at times, you know, we, we we even questioned ourselves if we weren't going to be in Ligia, you know? Yeah, because there, there, there was even at time, there were at times too where like we were in that top eight and all of a sudden we were out of that top eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it was, I, I think you said it right. God, it was a roller coaster this season. Yeah, Definitely it really a roller was. coaster of emotion and mm-hmm. and in the table. Yeah. Um, but if you look back at this, and, and 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 I know this is so difficult to do because you know the uh, the scar is still so fresh, you know the wound's still so fresh. But if you're trying to be objective about it, and 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 if you're trying to truly put aside the Americanismo and and you try to really focus on what America did, anywhere else, it's a success. What America was able to accomplish is definitely, definitely a success, you know. And I think, look, if I would, I wouldn't want Piojo to leave just yet. I would like to leave. I would like to see Piojo at least win the Conquer Champions with us, and then he could he could depart if if the right offer for him at Europe is is there. But right, um, I, you know, he said it before. He wants to be here. He wants to stay. He wants to mm-hmm. win. Countless and countless of trophies. You know, he wants to go down in record as one of the best, if not the best Mexican manager of all time. And he's so close to getting there. He's really so close to getting there if he can continue mm-hmm. to win with America and, and continue to do what he's been doing. You know, you know, I, I was talking to, you know, to someone earlier, uh, a friend of mine. And, you know, he he's not an America fan, by the way. But, you know, he he likes Piojo and, you know, he likes it, his worth ethic. And then he was telling me and, and you know, in my humble opinion, do you think Piojo can be what you know Sir Alex Ferguson was to Manchester United? You know, despite all the ups, I wanted him to be our Fergie. Despite all the ups and downs that you guys might have, you know, but you're still gonna stick through him because you trust his philosophy, you trust his worth ethic, you trust that he'll get you there eventually. You know, can you see Piojo being this commander to stay for four, five, six years in the in the future? I can, and I've said you know? it before. I want him to be our and, Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And I like, said it time and time again. And, like, you know, in previous squad, you know, because this, this is truly the first year where this is his team, you know? <laughs> Someone said he's our Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is his team. He built this team to his specifications, you know, bar maybe one or two players, but that's, you know, that's out of his control. But for 95%, this is his team. And we, we see what he can do when he gets the right players, you know, when, when the board – uh, has his back, you know, when, when they when they applaud his decisions, you know, this is what the results that you're going to get. And honestly, like you said, this season has been, you know, fulfilled. But, you know, there's definitely more that we can we can add on. 
there's there's more that we can add on. And look, you 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 want to go straight back to that same analogy? Ferguson didn't get it right right away. Oh no, no he was no, he's yeah. on the he was on the bur- he's on on. on uh, on the edge of being fired at United before he before he caught know. fire, yeah, um, but I think Piojo can definitely look. I, I I think if America sticks with Piojo, you're gonna get the best out of him, and he and he's gonna you, you're gonna benefit from that fruition because he's only gonna grow as a manager. And if you keep backing him up with the players that he wants, and if he can continue to you know to mold this team in the image that he wants, then you're only gonna get. The better, the best team possible, plus the best manager possible. It's a win-win situation in which America can continue to to benefit from this. You know, right. to three, four, six, eight years down the road. Hmm. Now we're we're praising him, but obviously there's a lot he can work on, though. And yes, and, and yeah. that's what and, I'm talking about. And you know, it it's kind of like a perfect relationship because as he's growing, the team's growing as well. You know. Exactly. That's what I was trying to make point of, mm-hmm. and, and 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 to go back to this, and it's not because I'm a Man U fan as well, but it's it's to go back to the Ferguson, re- uh, you know, kind of representation that, that you had brought up. It's Ferguson didn't have it right away. He, he he wasn't this master coach. He didn't have the substitutions down, the tactical all down right away. It was you grew and you grow and 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 you have successful seasons and and, and you continue to grow on that. You know, Ferguson was was seen as this great manager after winning the treble, but he wasn't deemed this amazing manager until maybe in the, in, in the two thousands when he started winning back to back to back premier league, you know, mm-hmm. he had that one year, that very one successful year in which he won the champions league, the FA cup and the league title. But it wasn't until later on in the, you know, in the early two thousands and, and, and forward in which he established himself as this very dominant manager mm-hmm. in world football and Piojo can do the same in Mexico you know and and I'm not saying it's going to be next year two years from now but who knows down the line three to four years he, you know back-to-back America titles he could easily be on the horizon mm-hmm. if you said you stick with him and you see the team grow alongside with the manager correct yeah Dylan you took the words out of everybody's mouth <laughs> no. And it's interesting to see if, you know, America and America's board, especially, you know, go has the same philosophy that we do or the same mindset, at least, you know, do you know, do, do we want to keep you here for, you know, four or five years or are we going to let him spread his wings? I mean, I think it, I think at the, end of, at the end of the day, it's like if we let him go, I kind of find it difficult because who else is out there right now? I can't really think of nobody. Well, and I think if, that's something that even Carlos uh, said right now in the chat. It's yeah. like there's for there's right not now, really a, Kafura, yeah, a big name that can come in and 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 fill in those shoes right away. Mm-hmm. I think you you start back at 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 uh, from scratch, and I think what what a lot of people don't realize about Piojo is this seed ha- was planted not when when Piojo was brought back when he was in in Cholos, it was since. Uh, Ricardo Pelaez first hired him in the what was it 2012? I 2012 season, 2012, yeah, because we made it to semi, we lost, yeah, I think 2012, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. So that's title. that's when I that's when Piojo's roots with America started, mm-hmm. and it was on pause for a couple of years. But when he came in, he already knew the club, he knew the institution, he knew what was going to be asked of him, and it's been growing. And you've seen the fruition, you got to tell me this Piojo and this team. Isn't better than what we had at the beginning with Piojo? 
I think that Piojo is not uh if if that Piojo goes toe to toe with this Piojo, I think this Piojo right now wins. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I had it's to just, think. Yeah. I had to think. And obviously, well, I think that's kind of an obvious answer because of all the experiences he he's gone through. You know, between his last thing with America and his thing now with America. You know, he he went through a couple phases. You know, he went to the Mexican national team. You know, and he had a year off because of suspension or whatnot, or because you know after what he did. But you know, he he he's had time to reflect, and you know, maybe that made him a better manager too. Like yeah. Carlos said, he's more mature now. Definitely is. Definitely, definitely is. But that's the Piojo talking. I, I just wanted to give like a brief recap of it because I've seen a lot of people calling for his head. Um, and I think it was just, it, it's just at the heat of the moment. It, it really is. And I understand that. I, I can't I can't sit here and criticize anyone for wanting Piojo out at, at the time. Now. But two weeks, three weeks from now, maybe we let that settle in and realize that we have something good going here. Yeah. We really do, right? But now, now, though. Let, let, let's raise the question, okay? Let's say we have the same season next season, the same year, okay? We'll we'll win the title in December. We'll lose in semis in in May for next season for next year. You know, we, we see no no really improvements from Piojo. You know, he's still you know very rarely self criticizes. His subs are off. His tactics aren't you know really up up, up to par. We're still playing the same kind of little boring game style, going through the wings, cross hitting, whatever. Now. Do you still? We're talking twenty twenty, right? We're talking twenty twenty now. Do we do we keep Yoho for another year? Yes, he just delivered you another title. He gave you fourteen, which most likely means you're now two, uh, two away from your rival who was equal to you. I mm-hmm. said he merits to stay, Merit and then, stay. at look, I'm telling you, as long as he continues to win you at least one title. Within mm-hmm. with the one league title, I'm not saying the, just one title one league league. Title. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm not saying he wins the Copa Mekis and that's more than enough to keep yeah, him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if he wins one league title, uh, it, he's staying. He's yeah, staying. he's staying. He's mm-hmm. he, he's continuing to 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 prove his worth at that point. Right. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult to have a consistency in such an inconsistent tournament base like Liga Mekis. You know, but thankfully for us, we've as an institution, we've we kind of find that con- consistency because. You know, this decade we we've won a, a couple, a few league titles. Yeah, a few league titles, a few international cups. You know, something mm-hmm. something definitely to 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 be proud of. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll have to wait and see. I'll have to wait. I'll have to wait so and that's see, the Piojo talk. But now I want to see what you guys take as a, as a team as a whole. I'm content. Um, I think mm. we could have done better, but I mean, oh, oh yes, a whole yeah, way better. We could have. You know. I mean, I mean, and we I'm said talking it. apertura as well. I'm talking apertura as well. I, I mean, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, here I, we go. I, I, <laughs> I think apertura, like you kind of did have your ups and downs with the team, but I think that I think the team clicked way more apertura than clausura. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, because I mean, like I said it too. We we were in such a such a hangover, but, championship hangover, and and no 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 no. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, I I get plays, it. That plays a big part too. I mean, yeah, I'm, and injuries. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. There's no doubt, but still, I mean, you know, the names that we got, you know, especially uh, Uribe struggling so much. Still, I mean, on paper, it says a whole lot. But whenever you see them play, you don't get what you see on paper, which which is the frustrating part too. 
No, and I get you, Dylan, because now I'm going to contradict myself. Is Most of the core was still in good health, and most yeah. of the core was still there even after the transfer window, right? right. So, it, yeah. yes, you're right. You, you you needed this team to be better, right? There's, there's a lot of drop points in, in the clausura, right? Uh, a, a lot of chances missed because of that, and mm -hmm. this game could have easily been different. Yeah. You know, we could have not played a Leon. We could have been seeing them in the final. You know, it's 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 something that we can't kind of, you know, ignore, but we can also look at and say, yeah, there was these variables, but it's understandable as to why the criticism is. But yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, like, like and kind of kind of like you're saying too, you know, going into the Clausura, you know, we didn't lose nobody. We gained what? Two players? Am I wrong? It was Nico. It was both Nicos. That's it. Or am I missing yep. somebody? Just, just Benedetti and Castillo. That's the only yeah. people we gained. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you added them, and then you you see you see what Benedetti is going to do to this team, and then he goes down. Nico, I don't know what the hell to say about Nico at this <laughs> point. <laughs> and then I, I don't like I don't know. Yeah. It just it's just that hangover was just there, and then you know I think the same goes for Piojo too with this team a little bit, and then. It, it it's it we just kept going on that broken record to the season like it kind of seems like you know we have a, a down game you know we barely scrape by with three points next game I, I don't know if you look at the Monterey game I think the Monterey game we should have won but we ended up losing that one and, yeah. and, we're, and we were criticizing the team and then you know you see the team kind of just take it up a notch from from that game playing a little bit better and and I don't know they win and then it's just it was just really roller coaster with this team. It really was. Yeah. There was there was just no consistency with this team like there like there should have been because we know what this team's capable of. It's just it never reached it. Yeah, definitely. especially especially Clausura was. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, think I, that, I think we fit on the head. Yeah, it did, it just goes back to the squad, honestly. You know, we I think Ivan, you touched it perfectly. The injuries, I think the injuries were a huge factor in this Clausura season. You know, maybe a couple of players don't go down. Nico Benedetti being a key one. You know, maybe he doesn't go down in the Copa and make his final. You know, we probably could have seen a different America attack. You know, we always criticize this attack for not creating. You know, for not for not being consistent. Maybe that was a player to give you that creativity and consistency. But now we're here and we're reviewing it and we're saying what ifs. But at the end of the day. It is what it is, and America should have still done better with the talent at disposal, at their disposal. Mm -hmm. But again, I mean, that's that's football for you. It really is. It really truly is. But I think if we had to give America a grade this season, what would you guys give it? Clausura. No, no, no. It, I, this 2018 2019 season as a whole. I'm I'm putting all of this together. You know, as 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 a football year, what would you give America grade wise? And and Try to be as objective as possible and take taking away the Americanismo out of it, taking all that out, just being as objective as you can be. What would you give this America team grade-wise? Either B plus or A minus. I was going to say okay. a solid B. I was going to say a solid B too. I'll go B plus. I can see the arguments for a B plus. I can see yeah. B plus. Yeah. I I think just the fact that we got the league title and we got the the so well you know Copa Mekis that we have and been able to win I think you know I think that that's where the plus comes. Yeah, I think B to B plus you know depends on whether or not America is willing to do a little bit of the extra credit. But I wonder if anybody I wonder if anybody gave it a Z, a Z grade. Z. 
Z. Z. Just, hmm. just put a Z on it. Sometimes they had us on Z, to be honest. That is true. Sometimes they did have us on But I think America as a whole, a B to B plus. Now, switching over to the ladies' side of things, who they okay. also won a league title, got knocked out of the semifinals. They don't have a Copa Mekis, but I mean, I think it's it, it's... I think they gave a little bit more than what the men did, right? In regards to mm-hmm. how they play, they lost a couple of big players themselves, and you know I still saw a little bit more fight from them in the open in the, in the last couple of games. I think the ladies, maybe they just if if I'm being as objective as I can, I think they merit a B plus, at maybe even an A minus. I think they merit a B. Really, Dylan? Yes. I could see B or B plus too, to be honest. I would say B only because I felt like a couple of games, you know, they just weren't America. You know, they they yeah. weren't they weren't up to par. They uh their the the way they were getting outplayed, it, it looked it looked a little bit bad on them, especially in the semifinal against Steelers. They showed no heart. Let's be honest. They yeah, they did. They, 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 they got thrashed <laughs> they in the first game. They got thrashed in the second game. There was no fight, no heart it's, in that. Especially no. to the especially the start to the Clausuta, they they were just they mm-hmm. they had they started over with their hangover too, but yeah. eventually. But they picked they, it up. They, 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 they did. You right, right, right. But you know, then they they give us that semifinal performance, and that doesn't merit a minus at all. Okay, understandable, understandable. And something we talked about Piojo in regards to coach. I think, I think maybe America needs to see whether or not this coach for the ladies is the right one going forward for a for a further future. I'm not talking in the near future. I'm, I'm, I still think this. Uh, I think. I name? think. I Guayar. Guayar. I think. Right? I, I think. I think a lot of a lot of people who especially follow it. Um, I would, I guess you could say closer than us because obviously we're not, we're not, uh, not be able to watch it more or anything. But a lot of people are saying that Koya is like uh, bad juju in the locker room for the girls. And he's like, uh, he's like a thorn in the side, and he's just toxic. And I think that's one reason why uh, Diaz left too is because of Koya. You know, and interesting you say that now because now with the new rules that you're allowed to have, um, you know, dual nationality being from Mexico and the United States, you know, some of these interesting players like Katie Johnson that plays in, 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 uh, in the U S you know, players, attractive players like that. You know, they hear stuff about a coach like that, you know, that's not going to make them want to come to America. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that might have something to do and maybe the board's looking at him and like, listen, Hey, you got us a league tile, but you know, you kind of crashed out this form in the semifinal, you know, that that's not America. That's not how we do things. Can you guys imagine in a world where this would be like a perfect movie for Mexico to, to make? It's like, it's like, it's like big mama, but like Piojo version where he dresses up as a girl and coaches, <laughs> the, and coaches, the, girls. And coaches the ladies team <laughs> on the side. <laughs> imagine. But yeah, uh, so, so maybe those factors tying in, maybe, maybe that merits uh, a new coach. Maybe, maybe. And there's something that we'll definitely talk about in, in, in the upcoming season for the ladies as well. We're going to try to be as much more involved as possible. And Ceci, in that Ceci left too? And Ceci has left, but because of her venture into Europe, which I th- it, correct me if she if I'm wrong, but is she the first Mexican goalkeeper? And she could be. I think I would so. Have to, I would have to look it up, but she, she could be one. She could be the first one or one of the first. 
So you're telling me America has sent out possibly the first ever two Mexican goalkeepers to Europe. There you go. Interesting enough. Definitely interesting enough. But that's kind of a ladies talk. Uh, ladies, we love you. Keep doing what you're doing. If it's uh, if it is a quiet situation, then maybe we do need to see whether or not we need to get a new coach. But um, you know, there's. I, I'd like to give him at least half a season to prove his worth. And if he can't make it, then he no. can't make it. And and it's time to look, you know, somewhere else. Because mm -hmm. I think uh, in such a young project like this, you need you need something. You need something uh, kind of grounded for the future. It's a long um, and term. If he's, if he's not going to be that, then I think you need to look elsewhere. Yeah. Where, where, yeah, maybe you do get, you know, big mama Piojo to, to coach on <laughs> the side. Yeah, no, no, completely agree. Um, but okay, that is the ladies' talk. The ladies get a B. America both get a B. So America, a, America as, a, as a whole gets a B then. Yeah, as an institution, yeah, sure. Why not a B? I think they handle some of the things right. I think they handle some of the things maybe not so well. But in the end, a B is a good solid grade for America. This B is a B. There you go. All righty. Well, gentlemen, anything else you guys want to add on in regards to America's uh, season? Mm, no. No? I Dylan? No. Oh, I do want to say one thing. These jerseys that we're bringing now, they, they need they need to go, man. This is probably one of the worst <laughs> that's, jerseys. That's not, that's not <laughs> America. That's Nike department. <laughs> this is probably one of the worst America jerseys I've seen in a long time. You know, they, they, thank God the season's over. We we need new ones. I think that's more of a, on America's, not on their Nike contract, and it's on America. That, that dude, Nike's splashing the cash, really. So America. No, I think. What's that it has bad the logo on it? Yeah, exactly. What's that badge on, on your heart right now? Yeah, it's an America one. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. See, this is why I like Dylan. You know, D Dylan understands me. He gets me. I don't know. I think we got to point fingers at Nike. Yeah, both of them. I bet it could have been like, yo, dude, do something better. I don't know. They, I mean, either way, they know, they know they're going to sell. They know we're going to buy them. Yeah, that is true. So I mean, it's like yo, know, I've seen I've seen pictures of guys on Twitter posting their whole like collections, and like they have rooms dedicated to how many jerseys they have. It's it's honestly insane. <laughs> Someone put bring back the mocha green jerseys. <laughs> oh <ew. laughs> Oh man. Alrighty, well, gentlemen, let's move on into our final segment of the show, please, please, so please, these people please, please, can go. Huh? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the segment. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's the segment I want to talk about. All right. Well, I mean, it's what, what segment is that? No, I, no, I mean... no. Wait, no. I don't want to say it and be disappointed. So just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the final segment in which we talk and recap the season of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Oh yes, that was exactly what I was going for. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what other segments. I know for real. I was like, I hope I get it on the head. Um, look, gentlemen, I think it's 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 fair to say that this season as a whole has was been quite quite successful. Dylan, oh, I think you, you and me can both agree that we had no idea we would be in the situation that we are today. We had covered a final. We had covered games. We had expanded and grown the team. We we have grown in 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 numbers on Twitter. Um, 
I mean, it's 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 ridiculous, but in, in the best manner possible. So thank you to every single one of you guys. We're going to recap the year. And I want to start off with you, Christian, because you joined the Eagle hey. Eye podcast this year. Yes, I did. The 2018-19 season was my first full year on the Eagle Eye podcast. I hope I didn't disappoint. Definitely not. I think. Um, oh, I think you should. You, right should you should hear. You should hear Ivan behind the scenes. Where you're not here, but Christian, you oh. did a fabulous job. Oh, to me, you. thank you're you, welcome. Dylan. You're thank welcome. You, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think um, Dylan. I mean, if we're giving out grades, I think I think Christian deserved an A plus out of all of us here. Hey, I think Christian gets an A plus. I get a solid A, and I think Ivan gets an F. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, and that, that's acceptable because I think it's 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 right. Um, no, I wait, think... wait! I was just kidding. <laughs> wait. Uh, no, I I think um, I know. I think adding you, Christian, was uh was I think exactly what the podcast needed. You brought in new energy. You brought in new ideas. You brought in a lot of things that me and Dylan maybe wouldn't have thought of maybe a year from now to start doing so. And, and you gave initiative and, and, and you gave that incentive and you really did care about this podcast from the get-go. Uh, you know, you came in as a host, I mean, as a guest uh, and someone that uh, we saw right away that fit in perfectly that we thought could be a great, you know, host. Um, so thank you for coming in and doing such a wonderful, wonderful job. And I think, um, I think a lot of people are looking at you as, as someone who definitely changed the podcast game for mm-hmm. us in in a very good way, you know, right. mm-hmm. a very good way. A lot of people do enjoy what you've brought to the table, to, to Twitter, to, you know, our graphics, everything. Really, yeah. really uh, thank you so much, dude. You, you really well, have made it uh, even that much better for us. And then I think you're one of the main reasons why we've grown so much as well. Well, first of all, thank you for all those kind words. Tearing up a little bit here, not going to lie. But, you know, honestly, I have to say thank you to both of you guys. Obviously, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for, from, for the green light from both of you. But, you know, like, like I said this story a million times to the podcast, many times to you guys. You know, the first time I saw this, this whole podcast thing, I was like, wow, I have to be a part of it somehow, some way. You know, I really didn't think I was going to be, you know, an actual uh, protagonist being on the show every week. You know, so I'm grateful for every single every single week I get to be on. But you know, I wish I had to do my best to make us the front runners in in this community. And you know, I just love being here every single week. So thank you guys. No, no, thank you, thank you. If you're the protagonist, Dylan, would you say you're the antagonist? <laughs> Why am I the antagonist? If anything, I think Ivan should be the antagonist. <laughs> for real, <laughs> the antagonist host. I mean, I guess I can roll with it. It's like a it has a nice ring to it, don't you think? I think it does. It flows off perfectly. All right. Um, so now that uh, you know, Christian, uh, we we got in your words, and I think very well, so merited. Um, Dylan, I think it's time we take time to uh, give appreciation to the. To, I think the, the 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 people that actually have pushed all of this forward, and I think it's the fans, it's the listeners. Um, who is to say that we would be in this situation that we are, uh, to be here week in and week out, and to have regulars. We have regulars and I'm not, I'm not even talking about the regulars that are on here week in and week out on YouTube. I'm talking about regulars who every Tuesday or every Wednesday or Thursday, whenever they, whenever they get the notification that the podcast is, is, is up, they listen to it, you know? 
there's people out there right now listening to this iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Thank you for being that regular. Thank you for coming in week in and week out and listening to our shenanigans and 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 our uh, sometimes not so credible uh, opinions. But you know, there's a reason why. Um, there's a reason why we're here, and it's because of all of you who have listened, who have participated, who are on here every time we're live, who interact with us on Twitter, who are listening to us right now on the go. It's every single one of you who have contributed so much to push us to this point that we are now 900 followers in. At the end, at the beginning of this season, we were at, what, 300? 300. We were in the 2019-2019. So at the beginning of this football year, we were at around 300. Almost 300. Uh, I think I you're think, making I make I think you're making things tough. No, spot. because I remember at 300 was when was when Christian was here and we did the whole jersey giveaway. Hey guys, I'm Christian. <laughs> so, we were at almost 300 when the season started. The season has now ended for us. That's insane to think about. And we're at 900. That's 600 followers. That is amazing. And it's wow. all thanks to every single one of you. Listening. I've slept since then. I don't know. And <laughs> listening, sharing, following us on Twitter, all that. It's a big thanks to you guys. Dylan, any words for these uh, fine people listening to us? No, really. It's just, it's been a fun ride. It's been a really, really fun ride. And um, I hope you keep enjoying whatever, what uh, we got to bring next season coming up to uh, hopefully be another roller coaster of a season so we can all share our hot takes. Cause I know sometimes our takes can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Especially Ivan's like... Ivan's the most, the bad Ivan with the bad takes and mine yeah. and Christian with the accurate takes. There we go. <laughs> That's more like it. That's definitely right. more more like it. The both both protagonists and the one antagonist here. There you go. Um, but this antagonist does have to say that he is very very thankful for what you guys have been able to give to us, and we have been trying to do our best to give back to you guys. Uh, which is why when we do reach that inevitable a thousand followers, we'll make sure to be the biggest giveaway possible to be able to give back to you guys, uh, because I think every single one of you deserve it. Moving forward, um, although before I go to the moving forward thing, um, I also do want to say thank you to every single one of you who have made it possible for us to be able to go cover live games, for us to be part of that scene, uh, you know, to be able to bring you guys behind the scene footages, to be able to bring you guys up in personal pictures of fans, of players at the stadiums. Um, it, it really is a dream to come true to be able to work for you guys, to, to be able to provide for you guys this coverage in English that is so demanded and wanted. Uh, you guys really have made this community a family at the end of the day. So thank you so much to every single one of you. It, it means the world to me, to Christian, to Dylan. Uh, it, it, it really it really does bring a smile to our faces. And it really does sometimes get us out of the bed in the morning to, to get the, the day going. So thank you so much to every single one of you guys. It really, really does mean a lot to us. And um, moving forward, we do have a lot of things in mind. We do have a lot of things that we have Ooh, to, to, to think about, uh, not just graphic-wise and how the show maybe be running and, and all this stuff. But if it's one thing we do want to share with you guys, it's we do want to have even more interaction with you guys, even more that we have some right now. Um, 
there's, you know, we, we're, we're thinking about maybe having, you know, more of you guys maybe appear on the show, um, maybe opening up a phone line in which you guys can leave voicemails. Um, you know, there's, there's still a lot of things that we have planned and, and discussing, but we do want to have you guys be more central, um, not just here on the podcast, but on Twitter, you know, have, you know, more interaction with you guys, have something more, something where we can all collaborate together as a community, um, you know, watch parties and such, and, you know, and, and, and we're really, really trying to do our best to give back to you guys and really bring the community in as a whole. So uh, hopefully you guys uh, uh, stay tuned for next season because it should be a great one. And uh, hopefully all things go well and kicks off on summer and uh, and then we have a good summer to to kick things all, you know, with with, uh, you know, with good merits and, and good things to talk about. So, gentlemen, I leave this rest of the podcast up to you guys to say anything in regards to the upcoming year or anything you guys want to talk about in regards to the podcast and to these fine people before we close out the show. Dylan, you can start if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, you go. All right, I'll start then. Um, in terms of the podcast, I think Ivan sums it up perfectly when he says, just be on the lookout because, you know, I really do think that all three of us are very bright and we're very smart. And we we want to bring you guys the best the best content, the content we can. And just, just, just look out, please. Next, I think next season should be uh pro- probably our best season yet and i can't wait to share everything that we have in store for you guys um i do want to give a shout out though to to ivan um i know someone said in the chat earlier but i'm gonna I just say it live here now uh whenever there's a friendly game out near him two hours away you know three hours away he makes it his job his you know he makes he puts everything aside and goes to that game well it, it could be a mean meaningless friendly but he goes and he tries to improve our content and give you guys all the best coverage ever. So you guys need to go give this guy some love because, you know, he drives and drives and drives for hours to just to make these these little simple games all for you guys. So really appreciate him and, you know, just thank him for all the hard work he has ever done um, and, you know, and admire him because, you know, that it, it takes a lot of determination and, and hard work to be able uh, to do what he does. So, um, so thank you, Ivan, for that. And just next season should be a great one. And I hope you guys are here to stick around and, and uh, come with us for the ride. Thank you so much, Christian. Thank you. I mean, it, it, the drive's made a little bit easier when you have the Eagle Eye podcast to listen to. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I think we've gotten a couple of those, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Dylan? Um, no, just, just thanks. Um. I remember the first episode, me and Ivan did this. We talked for like five minutes before we actually really started <laughs> 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 talking about anything. <laughs> America-wise, we were just in there talking <laughs> live on YouTube. <laughs> and um, uh, no, I mean, um, the way it took off where we are right now, and I never imagined it. Um, and it's just thanks to y'all guys. And so um, just thanks for everything. Um, just we'll see whenever it comes up and do it because – it's going to be a good one. Coming soon. Definitely, definitely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've kept you here long enough. Some of you have to go memes, and some of you, well, some of you just don't 
uh, have to go to sleep at all. But I'm pretty sure you guys are getting tired of us. We have so much more in store for you guys. Make sure you guys stay tuned in regards to all of this. Uh, like I said, Twitter, Instagram is the best way to keep in and hold and track of what we're doing. And uh, make sure you guys follow us on those platforms at Eagle Eye Podcast. And uh, should be a really, really uh, fun time with you guys. So, again, thank you so much. Uh, to the trivia winner, uh, we will let you know next podcast. And we will announce the next podcast within the upcoming week, whether or not it will be in two weeks or three weeks from now. Okay? So, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. As, also, as always, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. Hey, America got knocked out. But, unfortunately, that's the way life goes. Yeah. Excuse me. And um, can't, can't win them all. Can't win them all, but we definitely won in the right moments at the right time. And f- we will forever be grateful to share all of those, all of those great moments with you guys. And hopefully many, many more to come. Gentlemen, as always, thank you so much for joining me. Christian, Dylan, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure on Tuesdays. Favorite time of the week, especially after you're done with finals. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Definitely. Finals both for America and for you. Oh, yeah. Well, don't don't, don't got to add that first part, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourselves a wonderful night. We'll see you guys very, very soon. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, like I said, just keeping track of all of that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good night. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. Until next time, and as always, Arriba la America.